Have you ever talked to a guy who thought abortion was messed up, but not wrong? Let's talk about how we can respond. Come debrief with us. Hi, I'm Lexi, and joining me as always are Seth and Ethan, and we're debriefing pro-life outreach. Seth, give us an outreach highlight for this week. All right, so I met another Satanist, as you guys all oh, have, right? Yes. Many times, right? So we were at, no, you haven't, Ethan? I don't think oh, I have. Oh, wow. you're too early in the job. You'll get your chance, right? So Youngstown State University, doing open microphone, this girl walks forward, picks up, holds forward this black card with like a oh. silver embossed pentagram Aww. on it, said, well, you know, uh, because I, she thought we were talking about religion, as everyone assumes we are, right? which does come up in the conversation eventually. But she said, since you're talking about religion, I want you to know that I'm a certified member of the Satanic Temple. Okay. And then she said, and so let me read you a tenet of my faith. And her okay. tenet was what you all know, right? Tenet three of the Satanic Temple, that one's own body is inviolable, subject to one's own will alone. And then mm-hmm. she just like marched off. It was like a drop mic moment. All the students were applauding her like, yay. She said, hail, hail Satan. Interesting. But you get the irony. Like she said, first she told me like, well, just the irony is your body is subject to your will alone. But abortion is part of Satanism. But in abortion, the mom is not just acting on her body. She's acting on someone else's body. Like, that's really ironic, don't you think? Yep. yep. I don't, I think, especially with her making the dramatic exit. Right, I know. Like the you can't really way. even explain to her, unfortunately. I think she's just going to keep rolling with it. Absolutely. And with the crowd cheering. You know, sometimes you kind of feel embarrassed for people. You kind of feel like I want to help you. You're not. You're not saying correct things. No, she said hail Satan, and they're like, yeah, Aww, cheering, walking away. Like that's people. what you think. Okay, I know a lot of them probably don't really believe in yeah. the person of Satan, but they're celebrating Satan. Like that's they're celebrating like immorality. Like yes. either way, even if they don't yes. believe in Satan, they're celebrating mm-hmm. freedom to do wrong things. Absolutely. Basically. Anyhow, so we meet a lot of Satanists. This was not the first time, and so there's a connection there that, uh, between Satanism and abortion. That's something we all should know. Yeah. Definitely and. Plug for our documentary all yeah, about right. it, Doctrines of Demons, which is on our YouTube and everything like that. So go watch that if you have not yet watched our documentary. Yeah. Anyway, so we have a clip to talk about today, and this is from Molly. She was on a college campus, and she was speaking to a guy who supported abortion. He was very chill. So you're going to hear in the clip, he's like pretty chill, maybe a little bit apathetic, you know. But thought abortion was messed up, but not really wrong. So let's mm-hmm. play the clip. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? But also, I do feel like, yeah, like sometimes it's messed up. Like people do be just getting abortions just because they slipped up. You yeah. I use a condom or something like that. Yeah. So silly. So yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so um, barring rape, though, would you say you're against abortion? Uh, not even against it, but like I could I say like, you know, like, I can't what would you say is wrong though? Like, do you believe in human equality? <laughs> so, I previously in the conversation, he said that he was in support of abortion in the case of rape. So that okay, that makes sense. a little yeah, bit yeah, more yeah. context into that. So, <clears throat> it's messed up. You know, it's really messed up. I hear this all the time. Yeah, Ethan, do you hear this all the time too? Yeah. It's messed up for people to get abortions when they like their condom breaks or they forget to or not when their condom breaks when they forget to put a condom on or they Mm. don't they have like some sort of negligence of what they deem to be the Mm. responsible way what do you do or how do you respond or have you heard this before yeah i have heard this and i hear it a lot as i think both of you do as well what i always like to take it back to is responsibility so what happens <laughs> when mm-hmm. two humans have intercourse, male and a female, what does that always generally produce? Oh, another human. So no matter 
what kind of contraceptive you use, we know that all contraceptives fail, at least in one way mm-hmm. or another. Or can fail, yeah. Or can fail. So you're doing something where you know what the outcome may be. Hang on, Ethan. Consent to sex is not consent to pregnancy. Uh, so sorry, I'm told, I, uh, right? <laughs> sorry to burst the bubble, but that is wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was so serious. <laughs> right. That just scared me a little bit. <laughs> so, Why? How do you know it's wrong? How would you respond to that? What does sex produce? It produces uh, cons- other human beings. Consenting to eating uh, donuts every yeah. morning for breakfast and burgers for lunch diabetes. is not consent yeah, for diabetes. Not consent to get fat. No. Yeah. Right. So outcome or actions have outcomes. Yeah, you choose your yeah. actions, not right? your consequences. Right. Like you can't so, choose. I don't know. Like I tell students on campus, like if you choose to have sex and get gonorrhea, chlamydia, you can't just wish that away. Sure. I didn't consent to have an STD or STI. It's there. Now you must deal with it in a healthy way. Right. Yeah. yeah, what are you going to do about it? So you have a baby. What are you going to do with her? Are you going to kill her? That seems immoral. Yeah. But I think people would literally feel like something has been wrong. Like they've been wronged by choosing to uh, partake in an action and getting a negative consequence or consequence yeah. they were not wanting. Like they feel like they didn't do anything to deserve it. Mm-hmm. Like if you do get some STD or something, it's like, oh, well... That wasn't really my fault. I was yeah. doing I was doing all that I could to prevent that from happening. Mm-hmm. But somehow it's still happening. I think cuz it's it's going back to you deserve to be able to have sex. That yep. is like a human right. right. And if you try not to get pregnant, you can't be responsible for getting pregnant. I can't remember if it's Christopher Kazer or Francis Beckwith. I think it's Kazer who says that, you know, imagine someone gets drunk They get behind the wheel and they think, I can't drive drunk. And they drink Mm -hmm. a lot of black coffee to try to sober up, but they still drive. They took all efforts to try to sober themselves up and not kill someone while driving drunk. But if they hit someone, they're still responsible for for turning the the engine on and driving. That's a good Yeah, you may try not to, but you're still the one making the choice to do this. And so if you choose to have sex, no matter how much protection you use, it is still your choice to engage in sexual intercourse, Mm -hmm. which as, as Ethan said, We've all known for a really long time what happens when a man and a woman do this thing, right? Yeah. A baby may be created. We know yeah. this. Yeah. You can't say, I had no clue. Well, yes. And I feel like sometimes they, they do claim that they don't. And that's really mind boggling is they don't understand. They think that they can uh, bet on ignorance. Well, because we I think know. that's a bigger conversation probably than what you want to get into today. But we have divorce, sexuality, and child creation from each other right yeah. and so sex is only for pleasure today and children are if you choose to add them sure. on right so yeah. they've Commodity. divorced in their mind so i think it may be the mentality of our culture i think it'd be safe to say the mentality is sex without consequences is a fundamental human right. absolutely that's yeah. exactly the view so yeah. we everybody listening to this we all know that's not the case no you don't get to just do whatever you want and not have consequences. There's literally no action you could possibly take that will not have some sort of consequence, either good or bad or neutral or something. So hate to break it to everybody out there who may not have already known that simple fact. But this guy, sorry. Sorry, as interesting as they would say, yeah, but it is a right because the two parents are consenting. And as long as you consent, you're good to go, right? 
but the baby doesn't consent, right? So you're creating Absolutely. a third person who has no say in her creation. When we were at Bowling Green State University recently, some girl told me, I didn't consent to being born. And that's really true. I mean, none of us consent to our creation, yeah. to our birth. And so you are bringing this third person in the world who did not consent. Your actions have consequences for her. It's not just you and your partner you're thinking about. And consent is not everything like we no. talk about too, because yeah. yes, you didn't consent to being born, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't have been born. Just like you didn't consent to be fed and cared for when you were uh, six months old but doesn't mean you should have been neglected because you couldn't do that those things right and surely there are some unethical things that you should not be able to consent to right yeah. like i think it's in john van maren's book the culture war he details a woman who she was doing some street theater and had a table with like mm-hmm. razor blades on it, mm-hmm. things like that saying do what you want to my body as art yeah. and people were like cutting her and that's clearly wrong even if she consented to it right and that's like messed up Mentally it is messed, messed up, up. Yeah. like that we should all be so afraid that is of that. what's messed up and wrong Yes, that's messed up and wrong. You're right, Seth. So this guy, okay, it's it's messed up. You know, if somebody tries, quote unquote, like, you know, tries to do whatever they can and to prevent pregnancy, that may be, you know, more justifiable. But if they neglect to put on a condom, if they neglect to do these things that society has deemed to be the responsible way to have sex, then it's messed up to have an abortion. But if you, if you do those things, it's not really wrong. And you know what? It may be messed up even if you're not responsible and get pregnant and want to have an abortion, but we shouldn't prohibit that from happening. Mm. So where is that disconnect in saying, yeah, it's gross, it's messed up, but at the same time, I'm not going to try to stop it or anything. Where's that disconnect? I don't know because I don't know how I could make that own disconnect in my head. If I'm going to say that something is, because he was, he was saying it's messed up, gross did he say, but he said it wasn't wrong yeah can we think of i as all three of us could we think of something that we think is like messed up but not wrong yeah i mean like eating white castle <laughs> watching teletubbies okay maybe that really is wrong right but those are things that are that's funny disturbing maybe yeah <laughs> but they're not wrong we're not gonna ban white castle or ban teletubbies and i'm sorry come at me all of you white castle teletubby lovers out there but so Do you may think that's messed up but it's not wrong yeah. Right, so I get that there's that category, but does abortion fit that category? It it doesn't because we're talking about human beings again. Yeah. <laughs> back to that fundamental to that question that we like always a broken come record. back to: What is that? Oh. What are the unborn? Absolutely. And so, because if that's a human being, then we're talking about human beings who deserve the same rights and privileges that you and I have under law. So, was the Rwandan genocide messed up and not wrong? Clearly, no. Yeah. Was the Holocaust messed up but not wrong? No. Was American slavery messed up but not wrong? No. Messed up and wrong, all three of them, yep. right? So if you have an innocent human, as Ethan is saying, that is being un- that is being purposefully harmed and an abortion killed, that is not only messed up, that is unethical, immoral, wrong Yeah. for all. Well, I have some happy news for us, y'all, because... Oh, late-breaking news. She... Uh, changed his mind on abortion. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's great. So now he's really? abortion. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, so this was his view, but now it's not his view. He would yes. say it's messed up and Producer wrong. Maggie just wrote it down for me, so I found out that it Thank you, Maggie. Thank <laughs> wow. You, Maggie. So every, this is plot twist, everybody. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. He actually changed his mind. So Fantastic. Look, 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 there we go. So people can turn around their position and say, well, you know, it is wrong, you, uh-huh. even if... Especially, I think this is the type of person we can get to change their mind more easily who will admit to you it's messed up because you they're already halfway there. Yeah. 
they're already to the point where they're like, yeah, this is pretty gross, pretty nasty. Because like some people can't even admit that to themselves. Mm -hmm. So I think yeah. he's if he's already open to admitting it's messed up, then all Molly has to do is kind of point out those inconsistencies. And if he's willing to let go of his very tight grip yeah. of abortion is a woman's right or whatever, then he can come to the proper conclusion, which is abortion is wrong and messed up. You know, right. that is encouraging because I think that sometimes people seem like they're stuck in this moral relativism. Yeah, it's bad, but it's not really so bad, right? But he was able to change his mind when he saw the babies, talk to Molly. So people should be encouraged because especially right now with a lot of things happening, people become so uh, cynical, but change can still happen and is happening. Yeah. So he, I don't know. I think I would like to know why he changed his mind and I'm trying to actually find that out right now as you're speaking. <laughs> so sorry, everybody listening, but. Ethan, yeah. when we're talking about the morality of abortion, I think it's also helpful for us to point out how twisted it is. I guess that is the morality, but he understands kind of how like twisted mm -hmm. it is. Do you oftentimes, we're obviously pointing back to the images, but also explaining the abortion procedure. Is that something you commonly do in conversations? I do. I explain the abortion procedure very often to people and people don't like that mm -hmm. because yeah. I use language like, you know, tear off an arm, tear off a leg, rip you apart, crush language. a skull. Right. And people say, well, that's just emotionally charged language. And yeah. I'm like, fact check me on it. How does mm -hmm. the procedure actually work? How is it medically described? And people don't like that. Some realities are emotionally charged, right? Right. So the tactic, I think, here, for anyone who's listening, trying to change someone's heart or mind the way Molly did, was when they say messed up but not wrong, say, well, can you explain what is messed up about it? Yeah. What is the problem with abortion? Again, if, if this is not killing someone, if this sets women free, we should celebrate it, shout it joyfully, like shout your abortion as they say. But what Ethan's getting at is once they start describing abortion right. and saying what is messed up about it because we're killing innocent people— that's going to show pretty quickly that that thing is not only messed up, but is truly immoral and should be against the law. Yeah, that's good. Especially getting people to admit to themselves exactly what abortion is, asking them, well, what is an abortion actually doing? It's so interesting. I would love for somebody to put together a compilation video of everybody's responses of what is abortion actually doing? Mm. Because we get answers that are crazy sometimes. Yeah. And just like, all right, Maggie. Most we know someone in the creative media department working on that video. <laughs> that See, because those, I think that would be super interesting to just even see them back to back because people give us the most bizarre answers. Like, I don't even, I'm just trying to think like it is, some people just say, well, it is women's health care. Like they yeah. won't even go deep into it or it's making the baby gone or it's removing a pregnancy tissue or whatever they yeah. can do. Right. Or it's helping the mother, saving a mother's life. A young child state, some, some woman who was pro-abortion said, it's taking away of a child. Oh, I don't mean child. I mean something that could become a child. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny how they always do that. They always Oops. like to correct themselves. My mistake. Like, uh, okay, y'all. Be honest. So, no, that's super interesting. So, I found out why he okay. changed his mind, y'all. Mm -hmm. Here we go. This is a weird episode. I'm sorry, guys. But he, Molly, pointed out all of his inconsistencies. Nice. And he was saying it's messed up. Why are you saying it's messed up in these circumstances, but not mm. in others? If yeah. the child is still the same, the substance or, you know, the being yeah, is being. still the mm -hmm. same.
then why would the outside circumstances change the morality of killing them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why he changed his mind. I think that's nice. we could nice. probably have predicted that being how he would change his mind, just very pointing out the inconsistencies. Yeah. He's but. intellectually honest enough to admit it. That's always very encouraging. Yes, yeah. and that is something that we really appreciate out of people who are willing to take that step and are willing even in the conversation, willing to change their minds, not even later on when they can kind of admit it to themselves. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of humility. It takes a lot of just being honest with yourself and the split moment and, and going with that and saying, you know what? I'm, I was wrong about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially I feel like standing next to the victims of abortion when you're in conversation and initially you're promoting that and you're saying that this is okay to do killing children is okay to do. I think it takes a lot of humility to be able to go against that and say, never mind, this is actually wrong. Because then you're allowing like there's like a wall that breaks down in your mind where you're allowing yourself to see that human being as a valuable person. And moments ago you were advocating for their death. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's there's a lot of gravity there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh have y'all found that consistently with people who do change their minds they are a little bit more humble about their position and maybe even feel a little bit grieved over their former position in supporting abortion that's an interesting question i i think that Uh i see that in people they're like oh Mm. wow like even they start giving their justifications in their mind like i just thought you know i just thought it was a clump of cells or i just you know thought that it was really going to help the woman and I wasn't even thinking about the child. Like people start to, once they change their minds, they start to outwardly express yeah. their justifications before. And I feel like you can see the, almost the guilt on their face mm. when they do. But I mean, if y'all don't have anything to say about I that, I don't know fine. if I've ever had someone exactly like this who changed their minds. But I do think the general sentiment of people who changed their minds being more humble mm-hmm. is right. It is very rare when I talk to someone, and actually I don't know if I can think of off the top of my head, if I've ever talked to someone who started out extremely prideful in the conversation and stayed prideful and then changed their mind. Because mm-hmm. it's hard to walk back what you're putting forward as fact, especially in front of someone, and admit that you're wrong. Yeah, when, when someone walks away with their mind changed, I always think about, well, what's this journey look like for them now? So they're going to go back to their friends. Are they going to, at some point, confess to their friends they've changed position on this because it's a big deal to change their minds on abortion? Are they going to have this resurgence of pro-abortion arguments in their mind from people? And, and it takes a lot of confidence in God's providence. that he's We just do our part and send them on their way, right? Because once they do reconcile with, I have advocated for this thing, I voted for this thing, they are realizing they have voted for genocide, mm-hmm. for yeah extreme injustice that's a heavy thing so i think that whether or not we see it if they are honest with themselves it will affect them lexi like you were saying and i think that's a good thing our yeah, guilt our guilt us. you know can paralyze us or it can push us to motivate us motivate yeah. us. us toward god mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that's awesome i'm really glad to hear that he changed his mind on abortion yeah, another yeah. person changing their mind and striving to align their their worldview with reality so it's always good to see Please go leave us a five-star review so that more people can find this podcast. That's all we have for this week. And as always, thank you so much for debriefing with us.